Good morning, dear students. Today we will continue with global warming and discuss its causes and effects. I have already told you that global warming is resulting from increasing levels of greenhouse gases in the atmosphere and the unnatural increase has been a result of anthropogenic activities in last 150 years or let's say since the beginning of the industrial revolution. You may ask if these gases were absent before the industrial revolution? The answer is no. We have already discussed that some optimum quantities of these gases have always been present but their levels were constant. Any increase due to volcanic activity or any other natural phenomena was neutralized by the environmental systems and optimum levels regained, thus keeping temperatures more or less constant. Since late 19th century, human-caused emissions of these gases have reached levels which are beyond the capacity of ecosystems to neutralize. Therefore, their levels are increasing, leading to global warming. The primary agents causing global warming are the greenhouse gases. Now, let us elaborate on which are these gases and how are they produced. Carbon dioxide is the most important agent of global warming. It is produced through natural processes such as combustion, respiration, volcanic eruptions, etc. The naturally produced carbon dioxide levels are kept constant by photosynthesis, anaerobic respiration and oceans. Humans have increased the carbon dioxide concentration by more than 33% since the beginning of industrial revolution and this has become the most important forcing of global warming. Burning of fossil fuels is the main culprit but cutting of forests is reducing the carbon sink and adding to carbon dioxide levels in the Water vapor is the second major greenhouse gas. It is the most abundant greenhouse gas but acts as a positive feedback. As water vapor increases, Earth's atmosphere warms. The more it warms, more water evaporates. As the water vapor quantity increases, saturating the air, Chances of precipitation also increase. When water vapor condenses and falls back as precipitation, it cools the atmosphere. This cooling and precipitation are the most important feedback mechanism in the greenhouse effect. The third gas is methane. Methane is a hydrocarbon gas produced through natural sources as well as anthropogenic activities. In nature, it is produced during decomposition of organic matter. In the swamps and marshes as well as herbivore animal digestion processes.
but human activities have added to methane production beyond neutralization levels. The main sources of methane are decomposition of garbage in garbage dumps, which are growing larger as the cities grow. Agriculture activity, especially rice cultivation. Increasing number of livestock for food. Manure management and industrial processes. On molecule to molecule basis, methane is far more active greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide but is present in very low quantities in comparison. The fourth major greenhouse gas is nitrous oxide. It is another powerful greenhouse gas produced both by natural and human activities. The natural sources are volcanic eruptions but quantities produced are so small that ecosystems neutralize them. However, use of nitrogenous fertilizers, burning of fossil fuels, nitric acid production and biomass burning are the major human activities that produce unsustainable levels of nitrous oxide. And the last major greenhouse gas is chlorofluorocarbons or CFCs. These are synthetic gases, totally man-made but very powerful greenhouse gases. They are entirely of industrial origin and are never produced naturally. They are used as refrigerants and aerosol propellants but in recent times their productions have decreased due to international agreements keeping in mind their ability to destroy ozone layer. Other than the production of these greenhouse gases, human activities have also to an extent diminished the capabilities of ecosystems to absorb and neutralize these gases. Deforestation at an immense scale has reduced the carbon sink where forest vegetation absorbed carbon dioxide during photosynthesis. The growing populations have increased the demand for food, forcing humans to use fertilizers and other agrochemicals which add to the level of these gases. Growing standards of living have necessitated invention of technologies which are responsible for the greenhouse gas emissions such as air conditioners, refrigerants and aerosols which need chlorofluorocarbons. Therefore, we can say that the enhanced levels of greenhouse gases are a result of direct emission as well as to a lesser extent the ecosystem damage by human activities. The consequences of changing the natural atmospheric greenhouse are difficult to predict but certain indicators of global warming are 1. Rising atmospheric temperatures 2. Receding glaciers 3. Melting of polar ice sheets 4. Rising ocean temperatures 5. 
sea level rise due to melting of ice 6 increasing atmospheric humidity and 7 increase in overall tropospheric temperature the effects of these are manifesting both directly and indirectly the direct effects are decrease in continental snow cover which can decrease the discharge of rivers causing water scarcities and damage stream basin ecosystems it will adversely affect the human civilizations too melting of polar ice caps is raising sea levels the sea level change threatens low lying coastal areas with submergence island nations like maldives may be completely submerged making the maldivians first environmental refugees the increasing greenhouse gas levels are resulting in dissolution of more carbon dioxide and nitrous oxide in ocean waters making them more acidic this acidification is leading to some damage to marine ecosystems especially to coral reefs as indicated by increased frequency of coral bleaching the melting of ice and increasing temperatures are resulting in more frequent heat waves and the temperatures recorded during heat waves have been unprecedented with parts of portugal spain and south france recording heat waves of up to 38 degrees celsius they have been killing thousands of people and cattle sheep goat and other animals rising incidents of extreme weather phenomena like rain and rain related flooding the kerala floods being the most recent increasing atmospheric humidity is causing episodes of intense rain in short span of time leading to this flooding the cyclones are becoming more powerful as higher temperatures and more humidity provide them with greater energy increasing wind speeds and amount of rainfall it is also causing more tropical cyclones to be formed due to higher temperatures humidity and increased ocean surface water temperatures the rising sea temperatures are increasing the el nino la nina frequencies causing frequent south asian monsoon failures thus jeopardizing the lives of billions of south asians all these changes are triggering a climate change where the climates are steadily becoming more intense and warmer we can conclude that these effects will have a very great impact on biodiversity of the planet by triggering a climate change and ocean chemistry change the increasing extreme events will lead to more storms more intense heat and cold waves more dry spells more flooding more precipitation and stronger el nino and southern oscillation events these effects to start with will be felt by developing countries the most and they will be affecting the poor the elderly 
children and women they will be physical ecological social and economic in the next podcast we will learn about the efforts by international communities to mitigate these issues till then stay indoors stay safe help fight the corona have a nice day